Let's freaking go. The craziest 24 to 48 to 72 hours we've ever seen from one rookie quarterback draft class just happened. And Andy and I are here to break it all down for you in the world of football cards. A little bit later, we're going to talk about a sad story for me. I didn't even tell Andy about this. We talked, you know, for a while pre-show and you'll see some of this in the outtakes. It is a sad day, but a happy day for me as a football fan, Uh, but a sad day in terms of football cards. But Andy, our top question of the day, and we want everybody in the comments section to let us know, did you unload four-figure amounts of money on the 2021 rookie quarterback class? Hmm. That is uh, such a great topic because, you know, prospecting young, very volatile quarterbacks is a, a very slippery slope. And, uh, you know, the latest the the latest prospect is become Bailey Zappi. And we know what the New England fan base did to Mac Jones whenever he earned a start in his rookie season and how quickly his card prices escalated, even on a base paper Donruss card. And we don't have base paper Donruss out right now, but we do have score. And the score cards for Bailey Zappi are incredibly hot. It was literally a, a roller coaster on Monday Night Football this week with the Bailey Zappi cards. Uh, you know, the buy it nows were selling out faster than I could click on them. And, and when they refreshed, they were sold. And and auctions got up to $835 by halftime on a base score auto, sticker auto, Bailey Zappi, non-numbered. Uh, it, it was it was wild, Carter. You know, one thing I wish, Andy, and I watch a lot of these card vlogs, and, you know, people need to always be wary of their spending and all of that. But I love card vlogs. I love seeing them go to the card shows. I love all of it. I just wish, as a lot of people came into the hobby, and they probably consumed some of the content with these 4K cameras and cool EDM music and all this fancy stuff, that they issued a disclaimer, the risk that comes with spending $2,000 on a Zach Wilson flawless sealed on-card autograph or $4,000 on a Trey Lance jersey number match patch that he's probably never seen before in his life because there's going to be a lot of people disappointed about how this rookie draft class has performed. And that's what we want to know. And we're, we're not shaming anyone in the comment section below if you actually did that. Heck, you might have flipped and made money before a game even played. It might have been a successful venture for you. But, Andy, we we tried on this podcast to let people know how volatile this class and just football cards can be when you start, you know, looking at these big money cards such as Flawless, NT, rookie ticket autos and all of that. Man, it, it was rough for the people that that did spend the money on the Mac Jones cards in particular. Yeah, you know, and it only takes five to ten minutes to go look up what a Josh Rosen uh, in in National Treasure of Flawless card is sold at, or a Sam Darnold, or a Kellen Mond, and, and go look at some of those sold transactions now. What they're going for right now, and you know, after they've totally flamed out in the NFL to give yourself an idea of what the actual bottom or the floor of that card price looks like. So, you know, like there is a lot of downside here. If this guy flames out the NFL level, maybe I shouldn't, 
you know, spend uh, this thousand of dollars. And of course, I'm, I'm sure most of those guys had a lot of disposable income and, and maybe that was all play money. I, I hope to God it was all play money. Right, Carter? I mean, yeah. huh? Huh? <laughs> but um, but I think you're right. I think they should provide some sort of disclaimer to make sure that new people uh, getting in don't, you know, kind of go down that path thinking that this is a very smart move to make. And look, once again, it could be if you flip it or if you know a buyer that absolutely needs to have this card or whatever. But, man, it is – you know, a lot of what I said this year, I was wrong about Tua. Tua obviously is pretty pretty good quarterback, whatever. He's had some injury issues. But I tried to warn people about Mac Jones. I tried to warn people, um, you know, even uh, about some of these other quarterbacks, such as, you know, Justin Fields, a guy that I liked a lot. You know, last night was like the first time you're like, okay, kind of looks like a big time quarterback. But a lot of it was because the quarterback play for the Patriots was bad. And Justin Fields had a really good running game. Trevor Lawrence has had some games where he looks like the next Joe Burrow. And then he has some games where he doesn't. Right. So, you know, it's tough when you do this quarterback prospecting stuff. And obviously Sam Ellinger is going to have a lot of interest. Sam freaking Ellinger. I never thought that this would actually happen this quickly into the season. The Colts handing him the reins. Man, always be careful. You know, we talk, we we, would call it the Mike White effect here on the Quest cast. Andy, these quarterback prices can get very spicy. Yeah, it get very, uh, very spicy. And, and that's a big driving factor that goes into my hype index, right? The the younger the quarterback is, the more unknown they are in regular NFL gameplay, the higher of an age score that they get because the prices can just go up exponentially just based on news alone for a player getting a start. I mean, the the Sam Ellinger prices, uh, I would say the sold, the sold volume in the past 48 hours has been like in the thousands like there's a, right, a, just a crazy amount of cards selling which leads to a price increase as the supply dwindles but most of these people aren't going to get the cards till this weekend so sam elliger could go out against the washington commanders this weekend throw a couple picks and not be any better off uh you know you're, you're not going to have any profit in that card now the, the other part is true he could go out and throw a touchdown the in the first opening drive to Michael Pittman, and all of a sudden his prices could shoot up exponentially. And it's just a wild roller coaster for these rookie quarterbacks that people are kind of hanging on by a by a thread, like by every, you know, uh thread of of what they do in the NFL. And and it's like directly correlated with their card prices in eBay. Normally, you know, right? I think some people are praying that a Josh Allen comes out of whichever player they're thinking. I'm sure there's some people holding some of the cards or some of these players that we mentioned. Well, you know, Josh Allen looked like trash his first couple of years. Yeah, but Josh Allen is like a 99th percentile athlete, and he got Stephon Diggs, and he got a better coaching staff. So, you know, it, it's just one of those things, right? If you want to take the gamble and just hold on, that might be what a lot of people do. We shall see what happens. and. Look, I've I've stood by this. The 2020 quarterback draft class will forever be one of the best draft classes in the NFL. And I know it's still very early for them. And you know, and and, and you know this from personal experience, you've made money on Jalen Hurts cards. Jalen Hurts is a really good football player. And the Eagles have probably some of the best infrastructure in the league, right? 
And this is what I was teasing at the beginning of the episode. I'm going to reveal it now. I'm very happy that Joe Burrow looks like Joe Burrow. And I've always known Joe Burrow was going to be an all-time great quarterback. I know my name is Power Hour LSU, but you can go look at all the tweets from around draft time. I'm like, look, disclaimer, big LSU fan. I've seen what Joe Burrow can process. I've seen what he could be able to do as the leader of your franchise. I know what kind of leader he is. And as great as it is that he's great, his football cards are only going to go up because he is playing better than, you know, essentially anyone not named Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen right now. So, man, that's the thing. You know, when new quarterbacks come in, some quarterbacks are going to have to lose. It's just that simple especially if you're going into the AFC, right? So what your process should have been is, okay, look at Mac Jones. Yes, he's got the best coach arguably ever in the NFL. But who is Mac Jones better than? Well, he's not better than Joe Burrow. He's not better than Josh Allen. He's not better than Patrick Mahomes. Heck, he might even be the best Bama quarterback in the AFC in his own division. Might might be better than Tua. Uh, There's so many AFC quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson. So, you know, moving forward – Factor that in because you need to be able to visualize that player actually becoming great unless you are looking to make a quick flip before season begins, Andy. Mm, Absolutely. Unless you're you're looking to make a a quick flip and you're doing it immediately. Um, You know, and I I did that uh, with my Brees Hall cards, even talking about skill position players. And, you know, unfortunate that he just tore his ACL and, you know, injuries, you hate to see it. This, this past week in the NFL, in, it's it's been brutal on injuries. You know, that's also a concern, you know. Um, and so that's also a reason that I'm always like, you know, have the cards listed, available for sale. You never know. The other good thing is you, you hold them. So you look at from a dynasty perspective, you're not dropping Brees Hall from your team. If, if you have, you know, uh, one of these, Trey Lance, for example, you're not dropping Trey Lance from your dynasty team. You may have him on the trade block, but you're not dropping him, right? You're not trying to fire sale him and get rid of him for, you know, virtually nothing. No, I mean, he's very young. He's going to be hyped up again next year. And so that's kind of the advantage that you have in the card world. And that's why it's so important not to over leverage yourself, because if you are like stuck holding a guy like right now, you're probably holding Mac Jones, hoping something good happens to him or Trey Lance or Brees Hall, if you bought into him already, you got to, you got to now hold those guys where if it was, you know, uh, Matt Ryan, you know, uh, that that gets injured or maybe Marcus Mariota or you're you're holding Jameis Winston. You know, it's a little bit different story because those guys, you know, are are older in their career. And the more time that they miss and the, the more opportunities that they squander, the more they kind of fade off into the distance. Right. And one more thing. Um you're, bring, you're bringing this up you know, before the episode, Andy, and I do want it to be shared now. While we have been saying, hey, be very wary of certain quarterbacks, quarterback plays just down as a, as a whole, right? Uh, Kevin Cole, PFF, had a really good EPA per play chart about how much worse quarterback play has been, scoring's down. Uh, you know, we're not a schematics podcast, but I do film stuff, you know, in, in my full-time job. Teams are just running more too high shell. They're not giving away the explosive plays. What Russell Wilson was known for, which is throwing bombs, right? Uh, you, you can't do that anymore. They're they're forcing you to methodically move the football down the field. And, you know, people credit former Broncos coach Vic Fangio for that. I do think it's a little bit deeper uh, than just that. And 
look, it's not just the new guys, right? A lot of the older guys are struggling. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford, uh, and your guy Tom Brady, Andy. It, it's It's been brutal to watch uh, as well. Yeah, it's it's been brutal to watch. You know, we are, yeah, like you mentioned, uh, just 1.37 passing touchdowns per game right now. That's the lowest mark since 2008. And uh, it's it, it's it's basically, you know, it's yeah, you know, like you just mentioned, it's a it's kind of a, a passing of the guard. You know, we're looking at a kind of a golden age of quarterbacks, the Brady's, the Stafford's, the Rogers, the Matt Ryan's, you know, they kind of have limited years and all these changes. And uh, then you have all these young guys that are, are trying to step up. Some of them are either getting injured or just completely failing and and not looking good at all. You know, like your your Zach Wilsons and stuff. And and man, it's it's really hard to to find. And then you have coaching issues like with Russell Wilson and or, or it could be him. You have like a combination of things. And uh, Justin Herbert, though, has not thrown the ball deep this year like he typically has. And now Mike Williams potentially injured. So you have scoring down big time for Justin Herbert. Like he has not exceeded expectations at all. So this makes what Joe Burrow is doing even that, you know, uh, much better. And uh, I think that we could see a a definite change in the value of like Joe Burrow and Jalen Hurts cards actually eclipse that of, of Herbert. And, you know, Tua is good, but he is, you know, he is the product of his skill position players, man. If it wasn't for, Waddle and Hill and Mike McDaniels and getting those guys the ball in the kind of short and intermediate sectors of the field. I mean, that's kind of what two is good at. And we kind of know his game by now. So if you if that's what you're expecting and and you can kind of paint this picture of the whole team environment and you're betting on this playoff run and stuff like that, then it makes sense from a, a card investment standpoint, especially if you're comping these guys to other guys in the draft class. Otherwise, you could be really just throwing money down a wishing well. And look, while I mentioned earlier, two is okay. I still stand by what I say this off season. (laughs) He's, 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 he's okay. That's best case scenario for him. Now, of course he's had, you know, the bad injuries and all of that. He's decent, right? But he's not going to be ever in the elite tiers of the best quarterbacks in the AFC. Now, I found your Justin Herbert comment to be very interesting. His rookie ticket autos, I I do check on him quite a bit, you know, just to compare Burroughs' rookie ticket autos and Herbert's rookie ticket autos. Uh, Herbert's are still, you know, well over the 2Ks. You know, I I check it pretty often because I would like to have a rookie ticket auto of, of, of both of them at some point. Burrow to PC and, you know, Herbert is kind of like an investment thing, but yeah, it is interesting seeing Herbert struggle the way that he is. And look, something else I think, Andy, that's happening in the NFL is there's a lot of bad coaches, right? Like, it's tough to get the head coach and the OC thing correct. And the funny thing about it is I, I think Burroughs' head coach is the worst uh, of them all. I'm not a Zach Taylor fan. You know this personally about me. I, I just think there's a lot of bad coaching in the NFL, um, and I think that's part of it as well. The offensive coaches, whether it be Joe Lombardi, the OC with, with the Chargers, whoever it may be. I mean, yes, we could talk about, you know, too high shell coverage, quarters coverage. You could still get people open, right? There's still ways to get the football down the field. You just got to be creative. Like you can't just, you know, Byron Leftwick's press conference thing that happened earlier this week. I know you saw it, Andy. You, you, you can't just keep running on first down. 
You just can't do it, right? Mm-hmm. You got to be able to throw. Got to rip it early. So, um, you know, I know that got very football-y and not really cardy, but at some point, you know, they're going to keep making these excuses for Herbert. But where where were these excuses for Burrow when he was struggling, right? You know, it's mm-hmm. like these these analytic people, and I'm an analytics guy. I like analytics, love it. But they they kept telling me over and over, hey. The Burrow Super Bowl run was lucky, and Herbert's going to eclipse him, and Herbert got Khalil Mack, and Herbert got this and that, and Joe's just outplayed him. You know, it's just it's just that simple. And I, I know Joe has Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, and Herbert doesn't have much, but you know the excuses. I, I'm getting tired of him, Andy. I know this is a little bit of a Burrow Herbert rant, but I'm telling you, I've made money looking at the Herbert and Burrow disparity. Bought. You know, Burroughs at its base, like at the basement in November, and it turned out, you know, uh, fruitful for me. Uh, I wish I didn't sell them all. It made me feel like a, you know, fake Burrow fan, but the prices just got so insane during the Super Bowl run and I had a wedding to pay for. Uh, huh? But it, it's just one of those things, Andy, when you look at a chart like this, uh, the, the lines disparity are, are, are starting to shrink a little bit here. Yeah, they're starting to shrink a lot. You can really see these lines converge and they're getting closer and closer. And the the weird thing is, is that the hobby is slowly, they're not really jumping the gun to go buy into Burrow again. Uh, And and I think that may be a mistake by a lot of of hobbyists and card investors out there, um, because from what I'm seeing, the values of Joe Burrow are still suppressed. They haven't just immediately popped back up after these last couple wins but he has really put two really good games together. And I think looking at their upcoming schedule, you know, they get the Browns, then they get the Panthers. The Browns have a terrible secondary, like Joe Burrow's probably going to gash them up. That's a Monday night game. So I'm kind of forecasting within the next couple weeks, Joe Burrow here in this green line with an average PSA 10 base prism price of around 170 right now can get back up to where like he was at the beginning of the season, 280. Justin Herbert was almost 300. Now Justin Herbert's down to 196, and uh, Joe Burrow is down is at 170. And Jalen Hurts is he's there, but I mean he's kind of flatlined. If you look at what this card is doing at 150, it's kind of bouncing all over between 150 and and 100, so or probably around 138 average. And uh, I, I think over these next four weeks, as we get closer to the playoffs. This this line, this green line for Burrow is going to go up. This blue line for Herbert's going to come down a little bit, and uh, that's just my projection because you know I think the the Bengals schedule for the next four weeks is super easy. Browns, Panthers, Steelers, Titans, like give me all of that, and then the Eagles schedule is easy. Steelers, Texans, Commanders, Colts, Packers, Titans. I think the Steelers or the uh, Eagles could easily potentially go like ten and zero or more. And then I look at the Chargers' upcoming schedule. Maybe they have the, they, they're on a bye this week, so the ne- their next game is the Falcons. That's not that difficult of a matchup. Burrow just gashed them up. But then they get 49ers. Maybe by then the 49ers' secondary is uh, healthy. And then the Chiefs and then the Cardinals, the Raiders, the Dolphins. So the Chargers have a much harder schedule, you know, heading into December. So And, and they're dealing with some serious injuries on their defense. You know, Joey Bose is on IR. They just lost J.C. Jackson yesterday to a, a ruptured patellar tendon. So they're losing key pieces on their defense while at the same time now losing pieces on their offense and dealing with coaching issues with Justin Herbert. 
I I anticipate they try and make a move here before the trade deadline, which could make for some interesting card plays. Like I like it ultimately, Carter investing in good athletes. You know, that's why a lot of what I do is pivot from trying to prospect and make speculative buys on quarterbacks that really have not done anything yet in the NFL to investing in really good separators or good broken tackle machines like rushing and running back performances are up in the NFL right now, Carter. Like it. You you mentioned that beforehand. And what I'll say as well, Andy, is Duane talked about the Christian McCaffrey move. You pointed out the card volume uh, with that, you know, going from Carolina, which isn't a big brand to the 49ers, right? You know, when you think 49ers, you think Shanahan, you think running backs, you think, you know, big time movement. Uh, I mean, and P- there's a lot of C-Max stuff out there, especially, you know, his prison stuff. Yeah, man, it's it's all up. It's so crazy what his cards have done literally overnight. And, you know, he, he did get a few carries uh, in this game on Sunday, but it was not. I think he had like eight carries for 23 yards. So very small performance, but still a 42 percent increase in his prism PSA 10. You can see the chart trend there over a month. If we go back and look at the one year chart, like we're now hitting uh, probably highs that he's had going back all the way to, you know, uh, May, April time period, like draft hype cycle at the end of last season. That card was, you know, around $200, kind of bouncing between that $200, $300 range. And now we're starting to get back up there. And this card only has a population of 1077 150 But uh, I predicted that it would cool off after, you know, he, he got traded. You know, the, the performance was not anything spectacular. It wasn't right out of the gate. Hey, let's give Christian McCaffrey 25 carries and 10 targets and let him do CMC things. It's a very complex playbook that he's got to learn. Kyle Shanahan and, you know, just uh, just being traded like three days before the game. It's going to take some time. But um, and, and now he's obviously he's on a potential playoff team, potential, you know, in, in the NFC West. But, you know, believe it or not, the Seahawks are leading the NFC West alone at the top, which is absolutely uh, miraculous. Shout out Tyler Lockett. That guy just continues to dominate. You know, I, I saw this interesting video of Tyler Lockett. Every time he catches a ball, he just falls down and doesn't take a hit. Did you see this video? No. I, it, it, it is, I want everyone to go on Twitter and look at this. When he catches a football, he just spins and falls to the ground to make sure he doesn't get hit. Marvin Harrison was so good at that. Um, Lamar Jackson is the best at it. You never see Lamar Jackson get just dismantled. So what we want to do, and this is why you subscribe to the podcast, you're like, okay, Christian McCaffrey prices, you're telling us right now that they are going to cool off. Well, um, I'm going to go ahead and share this as my hobby tip of the week, and this actually is kind of my play of the week here. Have your DJ Moore and your Elijah Moore cards ready right the F now. They are going to be dealt. It is just going to happen. I don't care what the Panthers say. Well, you know, with DJ Moore is a piece for our future. Look, the NFL is a copycat league. Teams saw what Odell Beckham did for the Rams last year. He won him a Super Bowl, right? DJ Moore is just too tantalizing of a big-time receiver for a Packers or somebody out there that's you know knocking on the door to make them be their big-time number two weapon. 
Um, heck, could you imagine if the Chiefs said, look, we need another weapon? DJ Moore, Zary fits in well with Mahomes. You know what would happen to his car prices? It would go through the roof. So my play of the week and hobby tip of the week, we saw what McCaffrey did. These two guys aren't near as big of a star as Christian McCaffrey. I'm not saying that at all. Just have – if you read this, okay, if you're listening to this right now, it's very time-sensitive. Go look at Schefter. Go look at Ian Rappaport and see if just a name is being speculated out there as a potential trading block because the cards need to be listed as soon as you possibly can because of what we were talking about before, Andy, which is impulse buyers. And a lot of times the price spike that we see from the news announcement of the trade or the starting opportunity is the actual peak for that card. Because so much of what drives it is that impulse, emotion, knee-jerk reaction. And then it's like, oh, well, you know, they didn't, they're not, they're not looking as good as what we thought they were that that you know, that first initial thought of what they were gonna do in that new team. And that environment, and uh, and then the, the whole team and like situation kind of unfolds in a in a different way than what the initial card values had baked into them. So another guy's like Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is being rumored to to be traded right now, and he's another guy that if he's traded to a team like the Chargers uh, or the Packers or the Cowboys or one of these teams that need a wide receiver, like you're talking about. I mean, it would it would create a, a nice spike. And he's a guy that's, you know, been around for, what, eight years now. He's not getting a ton of hype on a weekly basis, even if he is exceeding expectations, which he hasn't this year. But that's a product of the Texans passing game in general. But, I mean, that's a perfect example of where you could probably buy a rookie ticket auto for, for him uh, for about five, ten bucks and then turn around and sell that for 30 to 40. You've got little downside a lot of potential upside, and uh, those are some interesting plays to make, as well as DJ Moore. He just looked great against the Bucks, and P.J. Walker has now earned his starting job thanks to a terrible Bucks secondary, which they were down four starters. Three starters going into the game, then Antoine Winfield was injured in the beginning of the game, but I digress. But now P.J. Walker is a starter. D.J. Moore is looking great, so they could probably get a lot out of him coming out of this game this past week. So I have them listed. I have my Brandon Cooks listed. I had it listed before the year because when I bought some Brandon Cooks, like uh, just base rookie stuff, they were like just add-ons for other deals that I made at a card shows and LCSs and all that. Um, I knew that he, like the Texans weren't going to be good, but he's good. He's been traded a bunch. And he, you know, teams feel comfortable because Brandon Cooks is used to going from place to place to place to place to place to place to place. To place. You got to have those cards listed and ready to go, right? You might, and that's why, you know, we're doing this disclaimer here. You might think, oh, well, you know what? I did buy a DJ Moore rookie ticket auto a while back. And funny thing is, his rookie ticket autos actually do look really good. He's got a beautiful signature. Uh, you know, it, it's interesting. James Robinson just got dealt, as you, as you see on our YouTube screen right here. So, you know, have those cards listed, ready to go. Cash them out, and you know I always go back to this. Like one of the highest peaks, and I know it's a different sport uh, of Zion Williamson's career was before he ever actually played a game, uh, before he had the amazing year, before this, you know, last year where he was hurt all last year. So he exceeded the expectations set out for him, 
and his car prices stayed the same. So like you said, Andy, the hype is always one of the most important cycle or the, your name being in the news is always one of the more, most important thing. And this is very key. And you can apply this uh, as someone to me who's worked in sports media for a while. People don't look at sports with nuance. Like, I mean, we try to be as practical and nuanced uh, as we can on the show. And look, they just don't. Sports is an impulse thing. It's just all. It's just how it is, right? So while it doesn't make sense that a DJ Moore card just because he, let's just say, gets traded to the Packers or whatever, just automatically shoots up, that's just what happens. There's just all the data out there. Andy just showed you. Get those cards listed right now. Yeah, while while the Bailey Zappi base score sticker autograph non-serial numbered card was selling for $835 in auction, there was probably a Peyton Manning game-worn patch with like a grass stain and an autograph on it from Upper Deck Exquisite that probably closed for like 150 or something, you know? I mean, it's... But, but that's the that's the nature of the beast, and that's the nature of capitalizing on the emotion, the speculation, like in the now, like what are people excited about? Well, they're excited about the guys that are getting these opportunities to become the next superstar, and they're trying to make bets on that. Now we get into plays of the week. So I've already given you – I'd say plays of the week, hobby tip of the week. Andy, we, we got ourselves a, a little bit of quandary here with your hobby tip of the week. Yeah, man. And and it goes uh, back to Brees Hall. So, you know, I, I've been talking about this and I bought some Brees Hall cards on the low, like after week two, when the Jets were kind of down and out and Brees Hall hadn't seized that job yet, just buying into the good athlete, bought XRC silver for $50, turned around and sold it uh, um, the Tuesday before this past game. And uh, for 125, nice profit. The guy reaches out to me Monday saying, hey, this card has surface imperfections. I'd like to return it. And I'm like, I, I'm sorry. I, I appreciate you reaching out. But, I mean, I clearly state that the, the card is sold as is based on the photographs. No refunds unless the card is in the mail. And you, you clearly, you received the card if you wouldn't be, you know, saying this if you hadn't. And I was like, are you, are, could it be the fact that you're upset that he got injured? And the guy's like, why does... Everybody, he's his his reaction to me is why is that everybody's first reaction? And I was like, do you send this message to a lot? Like, is this not the first time that you've tried to return a card? And he's like, oh, oh no, I read that in groups all the time. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm sorry. Like, I'm I'm not a professional grader. If there's a dimple in the card, like that's why I said it's sold as is based on the photographs. Like, you could have asked me for more photographs this and that but i mean i'm not scanning every card carefully like for a dimple in this in the surface i mean that's just one of those things where like it's it's you know you that's a somewhat of a risk and you've talked about this before carter of, of buying a card at a, a raw card at a card show a more high-end card and i mean this is like i guess a mid-tier card but at the same time like i'm looking at it good and if there's any like obvious major flaws, yeah, I'm going to notate that in the description. But otherwise, I'm just going to put sold as is based on the photos. And and that's it. Like, and I mean, so so now there's like this dispute thing. But I would say my hobby tip from this is to put that in your description. Like this card is sold as is based on the photos. No refunds, no exceptions. Because if you have that description, you could fall back on it. 
So that's what I've done. I've fallen back on that. And based on people that I've talked to and experience in the hobby, I know that eBay would side with me based on um, based on what I've learned to this point. So it's one of those things. Cover yourself by posting good photographs, but then also mention in the description that this card looks good, but it is sold as is based on the photographs. And that's it. I mean, it's you know, you can't come back. And on eBay, you could put like final sale as well. I've seen that on a few cards uh, that that I look at weekly now. This is the sucky thing about it, right? In a perfect world, every card you buy is you do it in person. It's a handshake. You give cash. Don't have to worry about eBay fees, but that's just not how it works, right? You know, we're built on the internet, and there are times as a buyer that you know you get a card and it's not the card that's in the picture, right? And you have a reasonable dispute, but make a good point, Andy. However, you know, the, the truth is, and my opinion on this hobby tip of the week is there is always a leap of faith with an online transaction in sports cards. There always has been, there always will be. I know you, Andy, I know you wouldn't, you know, not send, you know, the card as is you take really good photos and all of that. And there's crappy buyers out there, right? That you, you're going to deal with it. And it's just part of the lumps and bruises that come along with it. The good news is that this isn't a four or $5,000 car transaction. And, you know, look, that guy sucks or girl, whoever it may be. They shouldn't do that. And look, when you buy a card, be ready to accept losses because someone tears an ACL, right? The timing there, Andy, just seems to be so perfect. Oh, this one card has surface imperfections. I love it. Are, are you? We should go track this guy down. We should go. We should go. <laughs> you have his yeah. address. I'm going to show up. I'm gonna, <laughs> give me his address. I'm going to show up. Huh? Uh, yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like, you can go back and look at my pictures and like, yeah, this looks like a great card. So if it has a tiny little dimple, I'm, I, you know, I'm sorry. Like, you know, that's not my fault, you know, that it has a little surface imperfection. I mean, there's a lot of cards that have surface imperfections. But well, we're not, Okay, but we're not going to dox the guy, but how far does he live from where you are? <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be a long drive, though. It will be uh, a long drive. Pack it up. We're going. You can do a super thanks right here in the YouTube video, right here. Pay for Andy's gas money to show up, and I want you just to knock on the door and say, let me see these surface imperfections. Huh? 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 Well, and, huh? and that's the thing. So I, I think about when we were just talking about Elijah Moore, and this does not like onto this hobby tip, but it's similar because I'm thinking about Lou Janu and his one of one. And now all of a sudden, Elijah Moore doesn't want to play for the team, is and so much so that he's not even allowed to play. Like the coaches are intentionally sitting him out because they're actively trying to trade him. Like the likelihood of him being traded before November first seems very high, and. Uh, you know what is he going to do with this one of one? You know now, and, he, and he's a diehard Jets fan, so. That's one thing that this guy told me. He's like, "Oh, I'm a diehard Jets fan. I would, I would, you know, never say this because uh, he tore his ACL. But at the same time, it was the day after he tore his ACL when, um, you know, I know that the card it would probably at least grade a nine. Like it's a relatively good condition card, and they're pretty scarce. 
and it wasn't like a, a nothing card. It was, you know, $125. So um, I had a feeling this, this buyer was going to be trouble from the moment that I sold it because he didn't even give me an hour after he paid for it, asking me when I was going to ship it. And I think he was trying to get it in time, like before the game and this and that to maybe try and flip it or what have you. It just seemed like he was very, very pushy. So it was clearly, and then based on his response, when I initially asked him, it, this couldn't be because you're upset about him tearing his ACL. And he was like, why does everybody got to say that when you, and I'm like, was, and he made it sound like, I was like, do you say this to a lot of people? And he was like, oh no, I hear this in groups a lot. And I'm like, okay. Shout out to Lou Janu. Mm, I know he's going through it, man. Former guest. Man, that that just sucks. Like that just is really tough. Like, yeah, and it's right when the Jets' defense starts playing really good. Now they lose Elijah Moore. You lose Brees Hall to an ACL. Elijah Vera Tucker, one of their best offensive linemen, goes is done for the season. And it's like Zach Wilson's not playing great. Uh, it's man. I feel bad for I feel bad for Jets fans only because they were starting to play so good and maybe their defense can carry them far but you're going to need an offense to compete against guys like Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow in the AFC and even Lamar Jackson which I'm sure he'll kind of get his act together at some point down the stretch but you've got some good AFC team, really good AFC team still including Deshaun Watson potentially making a a comeback you know, you can see clear limitations in Jacoby Brissett's game, and wow. maybe Deshaun Watson makes a big impact. I, I personally, Carter, can't go there with all the character uh, circumstances oh, yeah. surrounding Deshaun Watson. I can't really get behind buying his cards, uh, but I'm sure some people are looking at him as, a, as an investment target. But the thing is, like, you could look at other great athletes that had – have done bad things off the field and their cards still aren't going up. Even if they do out like exceed expectations, like uh, a guy like Kareem hunt or, um, you know, there's there, Tyree kills another perfect example yeah. of, of this as well, where I think that his car prices would be a lot higher if he didn't have the reputation he did with uh, some of his prior uh, domestic, um, you know, incidents off the field. Tyreek's as good as it gets. I mean, you can make a strong case when he's on. He is the best, and he's on all the time. He's just consistently great. He's arguably the best player in the game, right? Especially if you take out quarterbacks. You know, obviously Mahomes would be your best, but, man, it's just amazing what that guy does to an offense. Now, you don't want to shout out Mint Condition. He is a good friend of mine. He, have you ever Have you ever owned a black Pandora card? I no, I haven't. I, I I love the little squares that you gotta. You can only see at like certain angles. Black Pandora's kind of grown on me. It's not normally they're numbered out of twenty five. This one is as well. So shout out to Man. He's a supporter of us and uh, supporter of me. Sending me a Tyron Matthew one. Um, look, you know I bring that up because it's a little bit easier for me because I PC LSU players, right? They played at LSU. They could go play for the Jaguars or the Browns. They could go play for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Uh, it, 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 I'm still going to love them, right? I'm still going to love them. I'm still going to collect Jermiel. I'm still going to collect Tyron Matthew. I'm still going to collect Odell or whoever. Go ahead. 
but you're not are you collecting darius guys no no I, i'm i'm not and i adds it, 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 i was going to bring that up as well no, i'm not like but he's also he also wasn't ever really one of my favorite lsu players um but you know it, it's a good point you know it, it's it's interesting like it's a little bit easier for me to talk about that because Lou Janu started connect collecting Elijah Moore because he was on the Jets, right? And that's what's difficult about football card collecting, right? Is that you know, and I, I felt bad because I actually did DM him, DM him like a week and a half ago, like an Elijah Moore one of one that was ending for like a hundred bucks or something like that. I don't remember what it was. And I didn't, I, I, you know, I then, you know, was like, Oh, I probably shouldn't have done that. I felt bad. Uh, and you know, it's just tough. It's really tough to collect players. Cause you know, they move so much. And I do think something Andy that, that will happen in the NFL is I do think players are going to want to get traded more. Right. And, as football card people, me and you, that's good uh, for people that want to sell cards, right? Because it's just another hype window. Your value goes up right when you go to a new team. But if you want to PC and collect somebody, it, it, it becomes tougher, right? Because let's say you become a fan of a player because he plays for that team. Well, you know, it sucks. Why is Elijah Moore sitting out? The team is winning. Well, he's not happy with this role. He's not getting enough catches. It makes it even worse, right? You're winning. You're, I mean, you're, you're winning. Maybe, you know, you develop more chemistry and you start getting more targets. Football's a random game, right? Uh, so that's the frustrating part about, you know, all of this. Because, uh, you know, the, a lot of people PC a lot of different players for a lot of different reasons. So that is a really good hobby tip. You don't go back to the Brees Hall thing. I, I totally agree with you. And my once again, my follow up would be anytime there's you know an online transaction and a shipment going from one place to another, it's it's it can always get weird. It can always get off kilter. Now we go to play of the week, Andy. And I actually want to go first if that's okay with, with, with you. I guess so. Let's see what you got. No, no. I mean, if you if you had a, uh, I have a, fe- I have a feeling yours is going to be better than mine because I, I I've shared this one a few weeks ago. But I'm going to go back to Trey Lance for this reason. Okay, just look later in November when Trey Lance is going to be completely out of the news cycle. Okay, no matter what the 49ers do, Jimmy G is not going to be the future, and. Trey Lance is only going to be, what, year three on the rookie deal with all these different weapons surrounding him in an NFC that looks a lot more broken than what it looks to be. If Trey Lance's prices dip to where I think they will dip in November, I will pounce because the preseason hype cycle for Trey Lance going into next year is going to be so immense. Now, if you do that, you got to be really patient. That's one of those things where, you know, you're you're buying and you're holding on until the draft hype cycle or the preseason hype cycle, if you will. So this isn't necessarily a right now thing, but just over the next couple of weeks, be on the lookout uh, for that because 
the NFC is wide open. There, right now in the NFC, Andy, there's probably what? Maybe two or three like elite teams. The Giants are an elite. All their wins are by eight points or less. The, the, the NFC is just crazy right now. You're telling me with Trey Lance, with all, all the weapons that they have built around Jimmy G, Jimmy G's not going to be their quarterback next year. Doesn't they, you, you, it doesn't matter what you tell me. Trey Lance is going to be surrounded by all that. We saw what the Trey Lance hype cycle did this past year. Once again, we don't know if he's good or not. But guess what? That's what everybody else is saying. They're buying him as if he will be good. And that is why you know the injury could end up being a good thing uh, if you bought a bunch of Trey Lance cards because all the other 2021 rookie quarterbacks have kind of been a little bit fraudy. Now Trey Lance has a little bit longer, um, and he's going to have one of the best sets of, of of weapons to work with in the NFL. So just keep an eye out for Trey Lance prices over the next uh, month or so. Yeah, can you imagine if uh, you were still holding Davis Mills cards that you bought before the season? Um, because his cards have gone down three, four hundred percent since <laughs> since the season started, and uh, that's one of those situations where, man, it just uh, you have a lot more upside than a guy like buying an injured uh, rookie card of of Trey Lance or rookie card of injured Trey Lance, you know, for next season. Especially if you've already bought some, like that's that's that was my big thing as well. Bring the average per card price down. Um, I've got I've got two plays for you, Carter. One is one is speculative, one is riskier. But if you do it properly, you still don't have a tremendous amount of downside because eventually this guy is going to get a starting job, and that's Desmond Ritter for the Atlanta Falcons. Love it. Like obviously, there. I mean, the the NFC South is just it's it's crazy right now, but. The Falcons are actually tied with the Bucks for first place in the NFC South at three and four. Okay. Marcus Mariota is not playing good at all from a passing standpoint. So much so Arthur Smith like refuses to let him throw the ball. And you've got great weapons. You spend a top 10 pick on both Kyle Pitts and Drake London. And I cannot imagine that they do not want to open it up. They're going to have to get more aggressive against some of these teams, especially after losing Cordero Patterson. And their defense isn't exactly, you know, uh, above average in, in the NFL. So, you know, I look at that as a guy that has an incredible winning record and ability to throw the ball from college, got the mobility like Marcus Mariota. I think he gets start a, a start here sooner rather than later. So he's a speculative guy. But if you can buy a pen pals, you know, for like $50 or a score odd, uh, on card auto, for uh, not on card sticker auto score non-serial number for like fifty dollars and you just saw the bailey zappies go to 830 i'm not saying ritters will go that high but you, they could easily go from 50 to 150 or 50 to 200 and you could kind of load up on his rookie autos around that 50 dollars price range right now and then if you want uh, a much safer play then go to jalen hurts like go back to jalen hurts we just looked at the chart his prism psa 10s are still selling for around $130, $140. Buy those, buy the Optic Hollows, maybe look at something a little bit more rare if you can find it. I always find dips on guys that are in bye weeks. Um, I've seen some dips this past week on Jalen Hurts, and I think you're looking at their upcoming schedule. I mean, he's still a buy. I still think he's a buy looking at those values because when when they're 10 to 0, and and uh, that's going to be a different story. It's just going to keep setting themselves further away in the NFC as, as the best team in the NFC. And, um, you know, Hey, we'll see what happens, but I, those are my plays this week. 
Yeah, I saw Jalen Hurts. I wanted to make sure I got it right. Cracked ice out of 22. The final price was 4800 I mean, his rare stuff has gone up, uh, but you're right. I mean, here's the thing about Jalen Hurts. If the Super Bowl run doesn't happen this year, it's going to happen next year or potentially the year after. The Eagles have the brightest future of any NFC team right now, and it's not even close, right? They've got the softest schedule. Someone, um, I think it was Adam Leviton, pulled up, you know, the the quarterbacks that Jalen Hurts has left to play. Uh, it might not have been Adam Leviton, and it is the, I think Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback he has left to play this year. So the Eagles are going to win a crap. Okay, here, here we go. These are the Eagles quarterbacks the rest of the way that Jalen Hurts will face. Kenny Pickett, Davis Mills, Taylor Haneke, Sam Ellinger, Aaron Rodgers, Ryan Tannehill, Daniel Jones, Justin Fields, Dak, Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston, or and Daniel Jones. I mean, the Eagles are only going to have two or three losses going into the playoffs, right? There's still room to buy Jalen Hurts or make money. It's as sure of a thing. Uh, once again, nothing is a thousand percent. But Andy, I just can't tell you how many times. I think it's two different hype cycles. You've made money off of Jalen Hurts cards, and it's just screaming at you again here. Yeah, screaming at me again. Screaming at me again. I I would even um, throw uh, Joe Burrow into that category because you know we we know that the base cards for 2020 guys are not nearly as uh, demanded. They don't they don't garner the same resale value uh, as the more rare stuff, and it and it makes sense. But at the same time, the one differentiator on a base card is the grade. Uh, and you can still see Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow uh, more base stuff graded. Just they're not they're not going for that much money. And I do yeah. think that as these guys continue to set themselves apart in the NFL as the best young players, that, that their values are going to continue to rise because the uh, demand is going to consolidate onto these guys and all of these base cards are going to sell out the current price levels and it's going to drive the values up. And there's, a, a, I think, a large bulk of it, collectors and investors that are looking in this type of price range. You know, ultimately, they can't afford the four or $5,000 cracked ice or rookie ticket autos, but they also don't want to go buy a Sage or a, a leaf card yes. that's only worth a few dollars. They're looking to get like a prism PSA 10 or maybe an optic hollow or, you know, something in that range. And so we could see, I think we will see when we get to the playoffs and, and we're in that time, right? MLB world series, NBA starting up hockey, what all this other stuff going on. Plus you add in holidays, plus you add in NFL injuries, which people love to, to throw out there I, injuries. And like we talked about the passing scoring down, all paints and, and creates this perfect storm of a depression in prices uh, for a lot of guys, a lot of guys. And uh, I think you can capitalize right now before we get to the playoffs when there's another big hype cycle that uh, that comes in. World Cup, you know, there's all kinds of different things. And trust me, this will be the last person that will tell you that Jalen Hurts is better than Joe Burrow. He's not. Right. If there's anyone on the planet that that would say that'd be me, Um, you know, they are one and one head up against each other. Well, actually, 
technically only one and zero because Hertz didn't play in the twenty eighteen game versus LSU. But still, um, look, Andy, th- th- this is simple truth. Even if you're sitting here thinking, well, these guys are telling me Jalen Hurts is an elite quarterback. He's not as good as the other guys. He's not as good as Aaron Rodgers. True. I mean, he's he's not as good as those guys. But sometimes it's just your situation, right? Like Burrow and Hurts are in, you know, pretty near situations. Like elite quarterback uh, uh, talent surrounding him, right? He's got A.J. freaking Brown to throw the football to. He's got Miles Sanders. He's got a great number two on Devonta Smith. He's got a great coaching staff. He's got a great defense like Joe Burrow, right? NFC's weaker, and look, Kyler Murray's a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. He is, but he's got a bad quarterback. His number one receiver's hurt. Uh, you know, they just made the move for Robbie Anderson. Still, it just amazing. I, I would be shocked if the Eagles don't make a Super Bowl with Jalen Hurts in the next two or three years. It would shock me, or at least make a run deep into the playoffs, if not this year, the next. It is just crazy how good of a team that they've built, the draft, but you know, the pieces defensively. Darius big play slay still has two years of prime left in him. They're just good. They are they are golden. And if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see what I'm pointing at. They have our draft pick for next year. They have our top 10 draft pick because we suck, the Saints. So <laughs> it's kind of sour grapes in a lot of different ways. But, Andy, it was another great episode. I really appreciate you. Don't forget patreon.com slash fantasy uh, – patreon.com slash football cards, fantasy football card quests. You see all kinds of videos. The hype index you do every Tuesday night with Kala Desi. Um, you know, you get the hype index charts with your Patreon membership, and you get to chat with me or you one-on-one. You know, in the Discord, it goes a long way if you have any questions about football cards. And it's amazing, Andy. How many people on my private Discord are like, hey, I, I want to buy Joe Burrow football cards. Like right now, football cards, we're a big believer in it. And thank you so much, co-host. You're, you're a beast. Yeah, and you get an entry into the monthly giveaway. We're giving away some sealed wax here in just a few days. So that comes with your membership as well, man. There's a ton of benefits. It's the ultimate football card experience, Carter. Let's go, baby. Peace. See you guys. Peace. What up, buddy? What up, man? Tell me, uh, I've been looking at this stuff all night. It was just such a crazy, crazy night of like, like last night was probably like the most interesting like football card game because you had two second year quarterbacks of all the pro yeah like pretty much all the products out on them now, and you had the one guy that wasn't slated to be that good ball out of control, then the other guy that everybody was paying all the money for. Uh, get benched for Bailey Zappi. Yeah, and, and then, you know, Bailey Zappi comes out, throws a touchdown to Jacoby Myers, and then throws another bomb to uh, Devontae Parker and then just totally turns into a pumpkin uh, at the end of the game whenever they really needed him to push the ball. Like, it was like, okay, like 
four or five passes got deflected. So it was like, clearly like, man, is this guy too short? Like he was having an issue with passes getting deflected. He was throwing, trying to throw these lasers and then, you know, the two interceptions. Uh, so, and, and, uh, yeah, yeah, man. And so it was like, I literally, I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, this would be interesting. Cause I know how new England's fan base is. And, and they just benched Mac Jones to start this guy. So, you know, these people are going to go crazy for this guy's card. So I'm on eBay huh? trying to like, see if I can buy one. Like I'm looking at buy it now rookie autos and I'm sorting by lowest to highest. And I find this college ticket auto for 90 and I go to click in it and it refreshes, it says sold out. And then that starts wow. happening wow. for every single one I go to. So then I see an auction of a of a score auto, non-serial numbered. And this is a base paper card with a sticker auto. And and, and this is a card that even for Kenny Pickett got up to like uh, two, 250 tops. Um, and I, I'm watching this auction. It ends right before halftime. And it ends for $835. $835. I just couldn't believe it. So, so now I'm watching them. I, I, I've got a couple that I'm watching tonight that are already, they're like in the $100 range. I'm curious to see, like, because now there's a big QB controversy. Bill Belichick said he was going to play both in the second half. He didn't do that after the game. He, like, gave a, you know, Bill Belichick kind of token answer, uh, you know, and, um, I, I think there's a massive QB controversy there now. What do you do? You know, I just love seeing like these, the, the, the autograph with like the four color patch that I looked at earlier was like, you know, four forty five. Okay. I get that. All right. But when I look and see uh score base rookie Bailey Zappi going for 25 bucks. There was one that went for $50. $50. And that was uh, like, must have been like in the wee hours of the night or this morning. But I mean, that is a, that's a base score paper card that for guys like Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert even is still only a $5 card right now. Josh Allen, that's still only a $20 card. Patrick Mahomes, maybe a $40 card. Maybe, maybe if, maybe. if it's graded. Huh? You know, one thing I've learned, Andy, and, and this is just, Something that happened to me this past week. So I um so I launched this SEC channel, right? And I did a video on a kicker who made like a small, like false start penalty uh before he kicked the game winning kick versus Alabama, right? I hate Alabama. I wanted Alabama to lose. I picked Tennessee to win the East, right? Had a lot of people angry at me for it. They're like, nah, Georgia's going to win it, whatever. And they still could, right? But, you know, I thought Tennessee had a decent shot to beat Alabama. So I did a video on it, and every Tennessee fan didn't even watch the entire video where I said, hey, I'm an LSU fan. I wanted you guys to win. I wanted uh, – so I did the video, and there have been over 100 comments that people have written, you are such a sourpuss Alabama fan. Uh <laughs> Uh, yeah, everyone thinks I'm an Alabama fan that that's never seen me before. And the one thing I've learned just on the internet, right? And it's and I was thinking about this in terms of like football cards, is that that's my most viewed video I've ever had on, in college football. Um, because people love to be, they, they love to act on impulse, 
right? They're like, this Alabama fan is pointing out a penalty. And it was a close call, right? It was a close no call, whatever. I only did a video because I thought the kick was interesting because the, the way the ball, the trajectory of the ball, how it went over the goal. I just wanted to do a video because I found the kick to be so weird. Uh, but truth be told, people love to act on impulse. And, you know, if if I could see when people type the comments, you Alabama fan, you cry, baby, you inbred, you bang your cousins, all this stuff. It would be they would comment probably like 10, 15 seconds into the video before, you know, I started talking about all the other missed calls and all of that. And that's what people like to do with football cards, right? They don't care if the Bailey Zappi card, that's what really stood out to me. Like the score, paper, just non-numbered, just base, crappy card, double the amount of, you know, the, the great quarterbacks in this game now. People just want that. They just want it. They don't even want to think about it. They just want it. And, you know, I think about that now with Sam Ellinger, right? Sam Ellinger, who went to Texas, uh, now is playing with the Colts. And a lot of people view the Colts as like one of the best supporting cast teams in the NFL. I guarantee the Sam Ellinger impulse buys are going to continue to happen. Uh, you know, I saw a few people on Twitter looking for Sam Ellinger cards and I'm like, really, really Andy, Sam Ellinger, Sam Ellinger, who looks just like Bailey Zappi in a lot of different ways <laughs> and plays just like Bailey Zappi. But I tell you people with Sam Ellinger cards, you better, like you said, Andy, on, I think he said it on Twitter or, or somewhere list them, list them right now. Yeah. Yeah, man, take take advantage. Um, I, and, and, you know, this is going to slowly, right? Because we, we haven't seen Sam Ellinger yet in the season. So this is going to slowly appreciate into this weekend. And we'll see how he plays. I, I think the Washington's uh, commander secondary is not nearly as good as what Aaron Rodgers and his lackluster uh, band of wide receivers made them look this past Sunday. So he could have some success, you know, uh, it, it's, it's interesting, but I mean, the little tiny bit of, of success and just this news that he's starting alone has created a firestorm on eBay. And, and then can you imagine if he goes out and scores on the opening drive with the touchdown pass to Michael Pittman, it's going to be like the Bailey Zappi effect. They make one good throw it even got Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick was no, was was even like, oh, he's starting, you know, he's starting the rest of the game. And uh, and it was quite the struggle towards the end of the game, whereas who knows, Mac Jones could have maybe completed more of those passes and maybe they would have stayed in it longer. Chicago had their number, you know, uh, offensively, Chicago had a really good game. They, they ran the crap out of the ball and just kind of, you know, shoved it down the Patriots' throats there towards the end. But uh yeah, I don't know, man. It's definitely a QB controversy there that uh, Bailey Zappi did not end that game the way he started it. That's for sure. You know, they're left. He left that game with a lot more question marks than he did those those auctions that were ending at halftime. I love it. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so my basic question to start today's episode: I looked at the comments last week. I, I thought we would have gotten more comments on the LCS thing. We had a few good ones, but. Uh, my basic question is, did you buy any 2021 quarterbacks? That's what my basic question is going to be. Obviously, you did with you know Trey Lance. But 
um, it's going to be like kind of like, did you like go heavy? Like, you, I don't think, I mean, you bought quite a bit of Trey Lance cards, you know, at the beginning, but uh, of this year, but did you actually purchase any of these big cards for one, two, three K? I am kind of curious to see if anybody out there actually did because what, what's interesting, and I'll bring it up, you know, in the opening card vlog culture. Um, we're flashing these cards like crazy. And, you know, I don't know if that was actually good or not for the hobby for, 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 for that. Because I think a lot of people, you know, whether it be Zach Wilson, who's awful, uh, I, I, I'm sure there's some of our viewers who did, who said, look, I'm seeing people buy flawless Panini sealed Trey Lance cards for 5K or 1K, 2K, 3K. I want to know if people actually did that and if it actually changed their opinion. Is that is that a good basic top question? Because obviously, yeah, we haven't we haven't talked about that. I I feel like in uh, in at least a couple months, you know, yeah, we definitely hit on it before. Um, and and it it parlays perfectly into the whole Bailey Zappy man mania, the yeah. Sam the Bam Bam Sam Ellinger mania, and and it's like you you now have like Marcus Mariota who's not passing the ball good. And even down, you know, like 30 points to the Bengals, they were still trying to run the ball. And that's probably because Marcus Mariota is just not a good passer. And it's like, what do you, what, what's going on here? Arthur Smith was like, no, I'm running it. <laughs> you know, so we could see Desmond Ritter soon. And I think that's another situation where you, you just, I mean, there's a lot of changing of the guard. You, you know, that passing scoring is down. Like there's like now a few guys that are elite, like Joe Burrow has kind of got coming to form here. And Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes are in really good form, but the rest of the league, like passing scoring is down. It's hit all time low since 2009. And I think a lot of it's this changing of the guard where, these new guys from last year are either injured or not ready. And then the old guys are dealing with a new supporting cast. They're, they're dealing with just being old and not having this supreme uh, wide, whether it's a wide receiver or offensive lineman in Brady's case, you know, there's like these different things are Russ getting new coaching in, in, in a whole new team environment and uh, or Matt Ryan, same thing. And man, these guys, it's just, it's weird, but uh, rushing performance, like running backs are doing really good as a whole, except for the ACL tears that you hate to see, like Brees Hall, oh, yeah, Javante and stuff. So it, it's it's really interesting right now, very uh, dramatic kind of time period we're in, in in the NFL. It's 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 fun. It just man, it's wild. Yeah, man. yeah, we'll talk about all that. So that'll be the basic question at the top, and we'll just you know rehash all this stuff and then uh play of the week and all that stuff and my uh, hobby tip dude i'm in a i'm in a quarrel right now with the guy on ebay who wants a refund on a Brees hall card that he overpaid on and he's trying to claim that the card has surface imperfections and and i'm i'm like no i'm not giving you it's it's a it's we can get in we can talk about it on air it's, it's interesting yeah, no. right? I'm fighting back on this one. Like I've given a refund before on a Jalen Hurts because it was like a $25 card and the guy just mailed it back to me and then requested a refund and said there was a hair in the slab. And, uh, but it was only like a $30 card in a pure graded X slab. Uh, so it wasn't 
like I was okay about it, but this was a Brees Hall XRC silver that the guys I sold for $125. And uh, so, and he's now asking for a refund. And so it's, it's interesting because his, his comments and then my questions back to him and then his replies and stuff like that. It's, it's pretty interesting. Oh, you're still getting presentation calls. Huh? No, no, I shouldn't. I don't know what, who this is. Answer it. Answer it. Hello, this is Andy. Some kind of spam. It's uh, Hold on, now something's playing on my phone. What is this? There's like music. Oh, Oh, there's a podcast playing on my phone now. (laughs) It kind of sounded like some Skinamax 2 a.m. music. Some uh, it was a fantasy football podcast. I don't know why how it just started playing. The Spotify app is not even open yet. That was weird. So Roto Grinders podcast. Shout out to Roto Grinders. I love it. So we got all that under con- we got that all that under control, and I'm ready. Fired up. Uh, let me know when you're ready. We'll kill it. All right. Let me uh, let me do one of these. Put this thing on vibrate. All right.